Hey guys, happy Monday. Happy Labor Day. Today's day 36 of 100 and I feel like absolute crap. I don't know if I got food poisoning from something I ate this past weekend at the baseball field possibly or going to dinner Saturday night. I am not sure, but I barely slept last night. I was up in my bathroom entirely too many times. We'll just leave it at that. Luckily, before Matt left today to head back to the Bay Area, he got me some medicine and some ginger ale and crackers. So I am feeling better now than I was earlier today. It's uh, about 3.30 in the afternoon and I'm at 7,200 steps. So this might end up being my rest day for Amy's step bet. I'll still hit my 10,000 for sure, but I don't think I'll hit my 14 or 17,000 today. I want to kind of take it easy. I do start my new job hopefully this week, so I don't want this one day of feeling like crap to turn into multiple days of feeling like crap. So I'm trying to listen to my body. I am still going to do my workout today for Beachbody. Workout 36 is lit cardio, but I think I'm going to just do all the modifications so that way I'm still sticking with my commitment of 100 workouts in 100 days, but I'm also taking it a little bit easier and listening to my body and not making this whatever this is worse because right now it's pretty stable and uh, I'd like to not throw up and or poop my pants. There you go, guys. Total TMI. Um, anyways, the one thing that I wanted to pop on real quick and talk to y'all about before I get this workout done is comparing yourself to who you were previously. So for some of us, we've lost weight and been successful and then have restarted. Me personally, this is my third restart. I've talked about this before. September 2nd, 2014, which mind you, 2014 was my most successful year of weight loss uh, in terms of starting January 1st and then ending the year pretty much sustaining my weight loss. And then after that, it just went off the rails, as y'all know. Um, but I weighed in September 2nd, 2014 at 198.8. That put me down 87 pounds from my heaviest weight of 285. And I was ecstatic. That was, the, that was one of my major big goals, right? So you set small attainable goals like 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, you know, going down certain pant or dress sizes, rewarding yourself, things like that, which I totally used to be the reward yourself with food person. Now I reward myself with like a massage or a mani-pedi or buying a new outfit, something like that. So I definitely don't reward myself with food anymore um, because my relationship with food has completely changed. But let's backtrack to five years ago. I was drinking two meal replacement shakes a day, eating one healthy meal and about two or three snacks a day. That lifestyle was not sustainable for me or for my body, which I eventually learned, and I'll go into some other day. But I hit 198, and I was I was like, I made it. I did it. This is what I wanted. Granted, 180, 185 has always been my sweet spot range, but being under 200 for the first time at that point in over seven years was amazing. I had never seen my weight start with a one in seven years. Even when I lost weight for my wedding in 2012, I never got below like 210, 205. So this was me like kind of 
shutting up all the haters, right? Everyone who was like, oh, you know, your mom was big. You're just meant to be big. Like, if you know my sister, my sister's not big. We come from the same mother and father. My weight gain was because I was eating like a trash can and I wasn't taking care of my body. And I had autoimmune disorders that went undiagnosed and untreated for many, many years. So granted, not all of it was 100% my fault, but I'd say 80% of it was my fault. Like, and I also just wasn't taking care of myself. So these autoimmune disorders that I had at a very young age, I didn't get treatment for because I just didn't care and I didn't know and I didn't do research and I never went to the doctor. And I just, I didn't, I didn't give a shit about my health at that time. So let's fast forward to my last weigh in, which was Friday. I was 212.1. I am so close to reaching Wonderland again. And I really... I keep saying I don't put a timeline on myself, but I really would like to see it before the end of the year. And I know that I can do that. I just need to buckle down, mainly with my nutrition, because the activity is there. Hell, I got 19,000 steps yesterday. Like, the activity is there. The workouts are there. It's my eating that I need to rein in. So that's kind of where I'm at now with just focusing on making healthier choices. Definitely need to meal prep because that works for me. So definitely need to get back to that mindset. Um, still not going to track, not going to be one of those people. So please don't come at me in my DMs about how I need to use my fitness pal. Cause for my personality, that just doesn't work, but it's really hard to, to not compare myself to who I was five years ago. Like I had a conversation with a couple friends on Instagram this last week and I'm like, look, you know, had I not fallen off the rails, I would have been in maintenance mode for a couple years now. Like, I could have been five years into maintenance at this point. And that's hard to swallow because I went from, I got all the way down to 193. From 285. 285 to 193. 92 pounds lost. And I gained 72 pounds of that back and ended up back at 271 when I did this third restart on January 1st, 2017. And I was talking to Gourmet earlier. Gourmet Goes Keto on Instagram. And I had listened to his interview with his friend Andrew. And they had talked about, you know, Andrew knew him when he was 500 pounds. Andrew knew him when he lost weight. Andrew knew him when he gained weight again and then lost it again. So I was like, was it hard to hear Andrew talk about those things? And he was like, kind of, you know, not really. But hearing it from your friend's perspective, like how proud they were of you and then how disappointed they were, I have felt that. I have had those words spoken to me of like, you know, you were doing so great in 2014 and 2015. You were running a lot. You were confident. You were happy. You were healthy. And then throughout the year of 2016, you just gained 50 pounds back. And I noticed I stopped taking photos. I didn't stop taking photos. I stopped posting photos on social media because I didn't want people to see that I had gained the weight back because I had made my weight loss journey in 2012 and even 2014 very public on my personal Instagram and even my Facebook page. So everyone knew my weight. Like I would post that I was 195. I post, you know, that I was 250. Like I was posting everything and I was putting it all out there for everyone to see because I wanted to be this inspirational person and I wanted people to get inspired by my story and want to start their own journey because they're like, hey, if Valerie can do it, I can do it. I wanted that sort of notoriety. I wanted people to look at me and be like, I want to do what you did, like help me do it. And I would, and I would help people. And 
I look back now and I was in no position to help anybody because what people didn't know is how off my eating was and how restrictive I was with calories and food and how I was essentially losing my weight by starving myself. So the reason I don't track is because at the end of every day when you finalize your day through my fitness pal, it would say if every day was like today, you would weigh this amount in five weeks or something like that. So I would continue to restrict my calories and cut my carbs down and cut my sugar down and just I was so hyper focused on that number on the damn scale that I didn't give a shit what I was doing to my body until I ended up really, really sick. A few times. I was essentially losing weight because I was a cardio bunny who was restricting their calories. That's how I lost my weight in 2014. Granted, yes, I was on meal replacement shakes and I was working out and I was running and I was being super active. But I was always tired and my thyroid was off and I was always feeling like crap because I was essentially starving myself. I would go burn 3,000 calories in a day on my Fitbit and I was only intaking 1,000 to 1,200 calories. That's not enough when you're working out that much. You're going to drop weight, but you're also going to lose muscle mass and you're going to lose fat. I was starving myself because I was so hyper-focused on being a part of this Vaisalis community and wanting to be a success story and wanting the notoriety of someone who was being successful, quote-unquote there. But I wasn't being honest about how I was doing it. I really wasn't. I never developed a purge disorder. I was never bulimic. I never threw up my food, mainly because I really, really hate throwing up. But I definitely had, I guess, anorexic tendencies, or I would fast for a really long time. Or I would wake up in the morning and I'd go run. And then I'd, I'd weigh myself in the morning, right, when I wake up. And then I'd go run and then i weigh myself again. And then I'd wait a couple hours and then I'd weigh myself again and I wouldn't eat anything. And then I would post that third scale photo. That's not being authentic. That's not being transparent. That is wanting to be a certain thing and portray a certain image. And that's not what I'm about this time around. This time around, I share everything. I don't really share my food just because A, I'm not a cook and what I eat is super bland and plain anyway that I feel like it's no value to anybody. And I also eat like a five-year-old, according to most people. So, um, but I do post my workouts and I do try to post like motivational quotes that I have found that have helped me or different things like that. But I've also been posting my struggles and that's been hard for me because I want, like I said, I want to be this person that someone can look at and be like, damn, she's doing it. I can do it too. And I've always felt that way about myself, but in previous years of me sharing my journey, I was never authentic about it. Here I was drinking these meal replacement shakes and doing cardio for one to two hours a day or, you know, about five days a week. But then I wasn't eating enough calories to sustain myself. So I was always tired. I always felt like crap. Like I said, my thyroid was way off. My doctors couldn't figure it out, but then they were just celebrating my weight loss. So... It just nothing made sense. So January 1st of 2017, when I decided to restart, 
I deleted my fitness pal from my phone. And I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this the right way. And for me, the right way is eating healthier portions. By the way, a dinner plate is too much food. Use the smaller salad plates. That's one thing that helped me. Not eating fast food, not drinking soda, cutting out alcohol. And it's not that I, like, don't drink. I mean, hell, I had two drinks last night when I went downtown with my friends. But I'd rather eat my calories than drink my calories. So that's why I don't drink a lot of alcohol. And alcoholism runs in my family. I don't really want to go down that path. And also, I don't really like the feeling of being drunk and, like, feeling out of control. So I don't drink a lot of alcohol. But... I wanted to do this the right way with diet and exercise and not even diet, just eating healthier. I hate that word. Diet is dumb. And I have tried everything. When I was nine years old, my stepmom bought me SlimFast because at the time that's what was popular. And I drank SlimFast. I had tried Jenny Craig. I had tried Weight Watchers. I had done keto. I had you know, read Whole30 and ate paleo. Like I had done all the things that everyone else was doing. I bought into It Works and did the body wraps. I, you know, did the meal replacement shakes. I've done everything under the sun. And the weight kept coming back every fucking time. And I didn't understand until I sat down and went, it's the food that I'm eating. It's my relationship with food. It's how I deal with my emotions. It's, this is all centered around food. I can go work out for two hours, whether it's a hike or being at the gym, doing like cardio and lifting or running or what have you. But if I come home and I'm binging on food, that's not going to help a goddamn thing. So I had to relearn basically how to eat. Just like someone who's in a car accident who has to relearn how to walk. You have to relearn things. You have to redevelop that relationship with food. And that's been the big game changer for me. But also believing in myself and realizing that I can do this and it doesn't fucking matter how long it takes me. I might hit my goal of 185 by the end of this year. I might hit it by the end of 2020. I may never hit that number. And you know what? That's okay. <coughs> Excuse me. If I stayed at, you know, around 210, 212 for the rest of my life, then so be it. I obviously want to lose fat and gain more muscle on this body frame that I have now, but if my weight stays in the 200s, around 200 to 210, if that's where my body likes to be, then okay. We put too much pressure on the damn number on the scale. And one of my friends was talking about it today and she was like she did an experiment where she weighed in every day for a while to see her fluctuations and then another experiment where she weighed in every hour to see her daily fluctuations and she's like as women we are hormonal our bodies change so much throughout the day based on our cycle and just based on like the way our body's made you can't put so much like pressure and thought into the number on the scale because you're just going to drive yourself absolutely crazy, which is so true. I drive myself crazy sometimes. So I had to make the decision to weigh in once a week. And that's what I do. I weigh in every Friday. The picture you see that I post every Friday is wake up in the morning, use the restroom if you have to, get naked, weigh in. That's what I do. 
And it's easy to be motivated when you see that number going down. And it's easy to feel discouraged when you see it going up or not changing at all. But you know what? It it should just be a tool that you use to look back on that week and say, okay, what what worked for me this week and what didn't work for me this week? Did I drink enough water? Did I eat more carbs than usual? Did I take in more sugar than usual? Did I drink alcohol? You know, all these different factors. And if you can use that number on the scale as a tool in this journey, then that's great. Some people choose to weigh in daily. Some people choose to weigh in monthly. It's all about finding what works for you and your mentality because your mentality on this journey will make or break you. And I think not enough people are talking about mentality. Five years ago, I got on that scale and I saw a one. My weight started with a one. And I thought I had it all figured out. I thought I had won the weight loss battle, won the weight loss game. I didn't win shit. I won positive comments from my friends and family. I won a sense of feeling accomplished. But that was very short-lived. My time in the 100s was very short-lived because when I started January of 2015, I was 199. And by... I think the second or third week of January, I was already back up over 200. I was already back up over 200 in a couple of weeks. That feeling of accomplishment did not last very long because I didn't change anything. And then when I started 2016, I was back up to 260. So the year of 2015, You know, I had been so successful the previous year, and it felt great, and my body was changing, and the year of 2015, I mean, I gained 61 pounds back, because I didn't fix anything in the years prior. At that point, I had been at this for, you know, five years, and I still didn't have shit figured out. January 2016, I was... 25 pounds for my heaviest again. And then even gained another 11 pounds that year. And made it back up to 271. I had lost 92 pounds and gained 72 pounds of it back. And shit happens. Life happens. I fully understand that. I know all about that. I've been through massive grief with losing, you know, my mom, my grandpa, my stepmom. I I understand that life happens, but life's always going to happen. It's not going to wait for you. It's not going to be like, oh, Valerie's going through a rough time this year. Let's Let's just give her a pass on this whole health journey. I could have taken a pass this entire fucking year. My marriage fell apart at the end of 2018. I spent New Year's by myself. I had my, like, there are all of these things that I've gone through I could have been like, you know what, guys, this is just too rough for me. It's too hard. I'm going to I'm going to give up this year. We'll try again next year. And the fact that I started this year at 223 and saw the scale go up to 229, I think in about I want to say April of this year, and then now it's back to 2 it's down to 212. The fact that I am going to be ending this year less than what I started considering everything I've been through emotionally this year, That's huge for me. I can't compare 
who I was in 2014 to who I am now because that person is completely different. She's different mentally. She's different physically, emotionally. I mean, I'm no longer married to that person. Like, there's so many things about me now that are different than they were five years ago. And I can't keep going back and comparing my journey now to those two previous journeys in 2012 and 2014. Because I'm not the same person. My body's not the same. The workouts I'm doing are not the same. My, hell, I live in a different state. Like, there's so much about me that's different. And I'm older. And it's harder to lose weight as you get older, especially as a woman. Especially as a woman with autoimmune disorders. But you know what? I'm fucking doing it. I'm not letting any of that hold me back. I'm not letting any of those things become excuses because when I start piling on excuse after excuse after excuse, my motivation goes down. My determination goes down. My commitment level will go down and I'm not willing to compromise my health for anything in this world because I have three nephews that are counting on me. I have friends and family who want me to be around I have so much life left to live. I'm only 33. It has taken a lot for me to get to this point mentally, guys. It's taken a lot. And I'm thankful for the people in my circle who support me every day. Who check in on me. Who text me or call me and is like, you know, what's going on? How are you today? You know, what did you do that was good and what did you do that wasn't good? Like, did you emotionally eat today? Did you drink enough water? Have you been, you know, taking care of your mental health? Like, what is it that you're doing today that's going to help you reach your goals? And that's why I say at the end of every video, do one thing today that your future self will thank you for because there are 120 days left in 2019. That means you have 120 opportunities to change your life. Because small efforts lead to big results. If I would have looked back, if you would have told me on January 1st of 2017 that in, you know, two, two and a half years and some change, I would be sitting at 212 about ready to press play on a home workout, I probably would have told you you were crazy. I've been like, nope. I would have done, been at my goal weight for a while and I'd just be enjoying life. But here I am, still trying to figure this out, still working on myself. And that's okay. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. Now, do I have friends in my circle that have lost 100 pounds in 11 months? Yep. I have people that have lost 200 pounds. I have people that have lost massive amounts of weight in less time. Poro lost 265 pounds in 15 months. That is unheard of. But his determination and his drive and his straight just commitment to himself is unlike any person I've ever seen. He's Poro92 on Instagram if you guys want to follow him. Not many people can do what he has done. You have to want it. And right now, this is all I want for myself is to be healthy is to reach my goals that I've set for myself. Because these are goals that I set for myself, guys, in 2011. We're closing in on the end of 2019. Like, this is a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. 
and I'm excited and I'm fired up and I'm determined and I'm anxious all in the same same set of emotions. September 2nd, 2014, I was 198.8. January 1st, 2017, I was 271.8. And you know what? That's okay. Because I am not that same girl I was January 1st, 2017, and I'm not the same girl I was September 2nd, 2014. And that's okay. It's okay. You're going to have these ups and downs. And the thing that I've noticed for me now is my downtrend is a lot longer than it has been in the past. Slow weight loss is sustainable weight loss. And even if I only lose a pound a week for the next 20 weeks left in this year, that's 20 pounds. There are 20 weeks left in 2019. 120 days. There is still time to make an impact on this year. And that's what I'm focused on. I've rambled on long enough. Didn't expect this to be this long of a podcast. (laughs) Gonna hit play on my workout. My stomach is feeling better right now. Like I said, I am going to modify most of this workout just because I need to listen to my body and take it a little bit easier. I love that this program has modifications so I can still feel like I'm getting a good workout in and not killing myself in the process. Do one thing today that your future self will thank you for because it's going to add up and it's going to be worth it. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.